This is Hallway Chats, where we talk with some of the unique people in and around WordPress. Together, we meet and chat with folks you may not know about in our community. With our guests, we'll explore stories of living and of making a living with WordPress. And now the conversation begins. This is episode 28. Welcome to Hallway Chats. I'm Liam Dempsey. And I'm Tara Clays. Today we have with us Marjorie Ray. Marjorie is a digital strategist and web designer living in southern Vermont. She is also a videographer, runs a toy company, and co-manages the Brattleboro WordPress Meetup. Her kids say you can always find her in a crowd by her laugh. Hi, Marjorie. Hey, thanks for having me. You're very welcome, Marjorie. How are you today? I'm doing really good. It's, it's great to be here. Thanks. Yeah, we're delighted that you're here. Can you share a little bit more beyond what Tara just read about you? Tell us about yourself. Well, I live in Vermont, a little bit above Brattleboro, Vermont, and I've been here about 15 years. Um, I moved here from California, although I am from the East Coast originally. Um, I am married and have three boys. Uh, they're Two of them are in college and one is still living at home. And I work in WordPress. Um, about maybe 50, 60% of my day is doing websites. And the other part of my day, I run a toy company that my father-in-law started. Um, my husband and I run it together. Um, we, it's nature toys. Uh, there's an underground root farm and an underground worm farm. So I also raise worms, forgot to say that. Um, but we had a website that my brother did. It was a really great website, very engaging and colorful, and, but I could never make changes on it. And this was about 10 years ago. Um, and I had taken computer programming in college very, very long time ago. I'd taken some different like COBOL and Fortran and different classes. So I felt capable of doing something to the website, but I just didn't know how. And my brother, you know, I just felt like I was bugging him if I asked for him to make a change. And so another toy company in this area, Mary Meyer Toys, they uh, had just started using WordPress and actually didn't know it was WordPress at the time, but they were... They were that one of the guys that I know was saying that he they could get on their website and they could make changes to the pricing or just you know little type typographical changes and that was really all I wanted to do. That was the beginning of me becoming a web developer. Was just wanting to make simple changes. And that was and your way into WordPress. That was my way in. Um, so I happened to be mentioning this to a friend who said, well, why don't you take a class at Marlboro College? Um, and Marlboro Co College Graduate School had an open source web development program at that time. And literally that night, I just applied to the program. <laughs> it looked so great. Um, so I learned HTML and CSS was like, were some of the prerequisites um, sure. for the program. And um, we had courses in hum human computer interaction and web standards. I learned Joomla. That was the focus oh, yeah. uh, mm -hmm. at the time with Jen Kramer. She was the instructor. Um, really great teacher. I had so many great teachers. And the nice thing about going to a school to learn web design 
and, and development was that I am still in touch with a lot of those people now. And even though I work at home, um, which is part of one of the reasons I run a WordPress is, you know, to get out and you both run work, uh, work camp meet, meetups as well. Yeah, absolutely. And you know that feeling, like, you know, you need to get out and be around people. Um, and so that was how it's, well, and so I, we were actually very Joomla focused. And then one class wanted us to keep a blog and I got on WordPress and I just, I don't know. I, that's how I actually, my business is code writer. And that's how I came up with the name it was one night, just another quick thing. I was like, Oh, I'll just name it code writer, you know? And, and then that <laughs> turned into my business. Like, gee, how'd you think of the name? Well, late at night, you know? So <laughs> I, that's just um, how it got started for me. I, I, for my class project at, at um, grad school, I redid that website, the, our company website, which I've mm-hmm. redone again. And then it just, two things happened. One was the toy business kind of, you know, became slower and we needed more income. Mm -hmm. And also, you know, I just had people asking, you know, kind of started asking me like, Hey, you know, they say, you know, I'd say I was in this program and I started, you know, doing, doing websites for others. And just, I really love everything about our, our business, you know, because I've, running that toy business, I learned a lot about marketing and just general business. So when people come to me and they say, Oh, I need a website. And you know how it is. They need a lot more than a website. A lot right. of times you right. know, they, they, don't, they need to connect to their Facebook page. They need to now it's Instagram. And, um, there's just, you know, have they written a press release or have they done just some of the basic marketing that right. helps a small business? So, you know, I just, it's truly like you're helping people. Um, yeah, that's, that's awesome. It's a good feeling. And also I um, have that side of me that I think you have to kind of have where you like to problem solve um, in our business, <laughs> you know, it changes constantly. And it seems like there's always like these little like, yeah, I wonder how to do that, you know, and you have to be a good problem solver and um, yeah. Not so be afraid to try something new too. Right. Exactly. I mean, and just having the confidence, um, to just, even if you don't know how to do something, be like, yeah, I, I can probably figure that out. You know, that's, that's taken me some time in the beginning. I'd say, oh, oh, I, oh, I can't do that. No, I don't know how to do that. Or, you know, I should refer you. And, and then it's like, you know, I'm, I live out in the kind of the middle of nowhere. And there, sometimes there's not really people to refer for just, you know, right. some of the simple, like, oh, well, maybe I can just figure that out. And over time I've, I've figured out a lot of things and, um, so yeah, now I have a business. <laughs> That's great. Marjorie, let me ask you this as a business owner, when you are asked to go beyond your immediate skill set, and how do you deal with that in the sense of finding the balance between pushing yourself and offering services that at this point, because of the limits of your knowledge, you're not really qualified to provide. So where is the balance? How do you walk that either internally or how do you engage with you know clients and prospective clients around that? Well, I'm in a lot of different Slack groups, like tech, you know, the Genesis Slack and different technical groups. So I feel like if I don't know how to do something, I can I have this like huge support network. Like if I didn't have that group of people kind of 
not necessarily behind me, but that I know that that's a resource. And also I've hired people from that group and, you know, ask them to, you know, if there's something that just seemed like the time it would take me to learn how to do it, right. um, it's just not worth it. Then I'll just, I can hire a developer or, I mean, but that's been kind of a while since I've done that. Most of the things I, I'm at a point now where I feel like I, I can figure it out. I can figure it out your own. I structured in a way so that it's doable for me. Um, and how do you engage with the prospective client on that? What does that conversation sound like? On like where you're getting issues. a little bit beyond where you think you definitely, you know, you've never been down that road yet. You're, you've been ABC. They're asking for D you're confident that you can figure out how to get to D from C, but how do you, how do you talk to the client about that? If you well, I, how do you I'm sort of in that? that situation uh, now I am learning about membership sites. So I have a client that is, wants to have a membership site and I told her, I mean, basically, I'll charge like a small fee, but certainly not the amount of time that I'm investing in it, mainly because it's something that I, I want to learn about, you know, and that is that is um, challenging in that sometimes I will spend a lot of time learning things and then I don't charge for, yeah, that's my time learning. But on the other hand, if it's something that I'm learning just for one client, you know, I have to charge something. Right. Yeah course yeah finding the balance there yeah yeah so i mean i used to do video more or as as well i should say i've just started doing it again a little um but i found that you know keeping up with all the technology you know everything changes so fast and it just can get to be overwhelming so i'll only do like a certain type of video now that's that's not like super editing intensive because I just, um, I feel like I have to kind of get focused on, get good at a few things because mm-hmm. there's, you know, how it is, there's just so much to know just yeah. WordPress ecosphere yep. that, you know, you only have so much time to be researching and learning. Yeah. It's overwhelming sometimes it is. So, so with all the things that you have uh, in line to learn or the new things that you tackle, how do you define success? in your knowledge path, in your business, in your personal life, any of those things or all of the above, how, what's success mean to you? Well, success for me personally, uh, as I love where I live, um, you know, I love my life and, uh, I don't, I don't have the same, I mean, I think success is very personal. I don't, I'm not a person that wants like a lot of things really. Um, so I feel just personally, I feel successful in terms of, you know, with the client, uh, it's, did we make meet their goals? Did they get the site they wanted? Are they, you know, making money with the site or whatever, you know, they came to me for, am I, you know, am I, did I get a good testimonial from them? You know, was I even able to ask them for a testimonial? Cause I felt confident in what we did together. Um, so I guess I, yeah, I mean, I, I feel like success is just kind of being happy in myself. And that hasn't always necessarily been the case. Um, you know, I, I am a cancer survivor. I had cancer when I was 27 and obviously something like that changes your perspective. I didn't sure. know my husband then. 
I didn't, I had to have a lot of radioactive iodine, um, thyroid cancer. And I said, Hey, you know, like, will I be able to have kids? Like, is this going to, and they really didn't know at the time. Like I was kind of a young cancer, um, patient. Mm-hmm. And so I, then I met my husband and I, and I have three boys and it, it's just, I've, I'm grateful for like that and be, being able to live where I live out in the middle of Vermont um, and being able to, I got to say, like, I don't know about you guys. I love working in WordPress, you know, yeah. it's just exciting to me. I, I love the challenges. And even when there are things I don't know or what I like, I love that. That's the part that I love. It's always, I feel like in terms of like us getting old and our brains, like we're going to be fine. <laughs> you know, because you're always like firing on like, oh, geez, how do I want to do that? And you're researching stuff. And, um, yeah. You know, it's like the, our brains are always, you know, being being worked. So. Yeah, I hear you. I agree. And and thanks for sharing your story. Um, and and I'm I'm glad that you've come this far and have children and a family, and that your life is, sounds like it's very full and happy. So that sounds like a great definition of success to me. And when you talk about, um, you know getting older and the three of us are not in the young category, I'll say, although no one can see us, but uh, age is relative. <laughs> I think the saying that it's really good for my brain and I'm really happy about it. I also feel sometimes though that, gosh, I wish I were 25 or 30 years old and had the opportunity to look ahead to grow a business that, um, that can grow with what's happening with WordPress because sometimes now, especially with Gutenberg and the changes that are coming along, it, there are some days where I feel like I'm just not going to go down that road. I'm just going to give up when it changes because there's no more time. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know how you feel about like what what um, the future holds for you or how you view your business developing and uh, and growing over time, given the changes that are always happening in technology and especially in WordPress, what we're seeing coming down the pike. You know, I had that same feeling, um, at, I don't know, a couple weeks ago. I thought, oh, gosh, you know what am I going to tell my clients about Gutenberg? Like, cause I, you know, it's an unknown. And I just thought, Hey, so I downloaded Gutenberg, you know, like I started a new site. I'm actually trying out some, a, a different, I normally work with Genesis. I'm actually trying out this beans theme. I just thought, oh, I, you know, I like, I like to play. Like you have to have some time to just play around. So I thought, you know, I'm just going to try to get ahead of the curve if I can. And, and this week I have had a lot of, calls and referrals and so I thought you know I think I'm going to be fine but I, yeah. I I think it's normal to get into that place of in any business you know oh, oh my god what's coming down the pike you know and um we just keep plugging away and trying different things and and I feel like um being with people you know in our business right. it's easy to not be with people or you're with you know you're just communicating with clients and I, I'm I'm grateful I have some um, folks, you know, that are, I can meet in person and have lunch with and that are designers and WordPress people and marketers, branding people. Um, so, you know, we can kind of, I feel like there's, it's, it might morph and look a little differently, but like I'm in for the long haul, you know. Marjorie, the part of your definition of success that resonated with me was being happy in yourself. And a lot of the aspects that you use to describe that you love where you live, your family is gathered around you in a wholesome and constructive way. 
your business is exciting, your work you're doing is exciting. What is then the single most important thing you're doing to continue that success or to, you know, achieve an even greater level of personal satisfaction or self self-satisfaction in a healthy way? Well, you know, I, I think for me, I just, it's kind of simple. It's sort of the simple things. Like I try to get outside in nature. I try to go for walks if I can. I know you're both runners. I, I think things like that just help so much. Um, you know, I guess I'm not the greatest exercise person, but I, you know, I just being out like walking by a stream or, but I always start my day um, with, like I, I like to read different, I don't know, either like the four agreements by Miguel Ruiz or um, like Eckhart Tolle or one of those kind of, even Dale Carnegie, how to stop worrying is one of my go-to books, like, or chicken soup for the soul, like any of the, any kind of, spiritual or just like positive reinforcement, um, positive thinking kind of books. I I try to do that every morning when I'm having my coffee. I mean, I I don't always read something. Sometimes I just knit, but um, (laughs) I, I, I some form of inner peace. Yeah. You know, I just, it's sort of like how I start my day. I mean, I just have to kind of and then, and then that gets me thinking about like what I need to do. And um, I usually have an ongoing to-do list that I keep on the computer because, you know, Don't so that so I'm not obsessed with, you know, like, right. oh, you know, it's like, I kind of know what to do first. And, and I find that's really helpful just to be very organized. I like yeah, that. I do you, too. you had mentioned that uh, the need and the desire and the enjoyment you get from getting out into the community, especially since you work for yourself from home in the woods. And Tara had, had read earlier that you are one of the organizers of the Brattleboro meetup group. Tell us about your involvement with the WordPress community, how that came about and how you stay involved or what you're doing with it now. Yeah, I, when I was at Marlboro, we had a, an Adobe group and I got involved with that. I was helping to run that group. And then that group kind of, uh, Adobe stopped supporting a lot of those groups. So we it kind of folded and, but we had such a great core group of people and many of them were WordPress people or designers or photographers. And so we started, you know, well, I, I guess I basically started the, <laughs> I say I co-managed cause I just turned it over to WordPress. So now I'm co-managing with them oh, and, right. just so that, you know, they, I have the support, you know, of, of, mm-hmm. of the actual WordPress um, community. But so it's, it's been, it's really nice. Um, we don't meet every month. I mean, we skip like um, kind of the holidays and summer, but it's, it's just nice to get together. And I also, I run that meetup um, with, with help with other people. Sure, um, sure. We get, we get try to get everybody in the group to speak, you know, I just kind of keep hitting people up like, come on, you can do a five minutes thing and try to get everybody involved. And, um, and then I go to other meetups. There's another one down in Northampton. That's a great meetup. Um, and I go to the word camps in Boston and mm-hmm. Maine. I've been to word camp us when it was in Philly. I didn't, mm-hmm, couldn't Philly. go this year. Yeah. So, um, and I volunteered, I feel like, I mean, the more you basically put out, the more you get back. So volunteering was a great way to meet people. Um, So, yeah, that's what I... And then I'm in 
I don't know. I feel like I'm in other little groups around like the area um, and just, you know, being a mom with kids in school, I've mm-hmm. met a lot of people that way. And I mean, cause most of my um, business comes from people I know or referrals. Right. referrals. Oh, and then mm-hmm. there's another, um, it's a Brattleboro area tech group that I go to sometimes that I've met people in that group that refer me a lot of business. So yeah, networking. I mean, good old fashioned networking is still you know alive and well. You, you know. heard it here first, <laughs> Marjorie. I like your uh, how you talk about how you start your day. You've made me rethink my decision to read the paper because that's while well, I have my coffee. It's certainly not as calming and self reflecting and um, self affirming as reading something like you do or knitting. So I, I really like that. What would you say <laughs> is? <laughs> Oh, we just heard a laugh. I was waiting for a laugh. <laughs> yeah. Oh, great. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Good. Okay. Check that box. Oh. I was going to have to pull out some WordPress jokes later. If you oh, did. no. <laughs> All right. Uh, what would you say is the most important thing that you do every day? Oh, the most important thing. Um, huh. I'm drawing a blank. I mean, I, I I immediately think of my, my kids, my husband, you know, is, sure. um, It doesn't have to be work related. Yeah. I, I, you know, that's been my greatest joy is being, um, you know, having kids and being married and staying married for 25, it'll be 25 years this year. Um, Congratulations. you know, probably to be honest, the most important thing I do is my husband, who is an artist, and he we work different hours. Like he's kind of more of a a night owl, and so he kind of sleeps in. So that's why in the morning it's like nice and quiet when I have my coffee. <laughs> but then later he'll get up and come out, and we'll sit in front of this window that we sit in front of that faces like basically the forest, and we'll have our coffee together and. I mean, a lot of times we just are goofing around and basically making fun of each other. Like we have humor is kind of a key for us, but um, you know, that's probably one of, one of the most important things, honestly, that I do because it's, it's like connecting and just, it's like our little routine. Like we don't do date night. We don't, you know, a lot of these other things, other people do, you know, we have like our own way. And um, I love that. And, and, you know, sometimes that, it might be like I'm in the middle of something where I like can't figure something out or I'm stressed out or, and you know, my husband's pretty calming and like funny. And um, so, yeah, I think it's just kind of, I guess I, 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 I've got where I do these simple things that kind of save me. I, I'm a person that can get anxious, you know, um, pretty easily. And um so I think I have all these, now that I'm talking to you guys, I realize like I have all these built in sort of systems to keep me kind of on track, you know? So. Sounds like you've got a pretty wonderful relationship with your, your life partner that your life made your <laughs> husband. That's, that's important time to figure out what that routine that supports you. And I'm sure you, the routine supports him in, in, in ways as well. So that's, that's really important. And I love to hear about your focus on that. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. And that you, so you both work from home. You're both around each other all day long. Yeah. 
We are. <laughs> That's why the morning nice. <laughs> I have the house myself. Yeah, um, you know, my husband, um, we have the toy business, which um, it's kind of, it's sort of the same thing year after year because we tried developing new products ourselves and because my father-in-law invented the kits that we still sell. And we spent a fortune coming out with these kits and it just wasn't really our... You know, we inherited the business from his father-in-law and it, it, that part of it, the product development part was not our forte, even though we tried for many years. And my husband always really just was very artistic. He, he, um, he's just done a lot of different other businesses and he kind of always came back to doing art. And a couple years ago, I posted, he never wanted to be on the internet, you know, at all. And oh, that Facebook. Oh. And I posted his stuff on Facebook and he got all these likes. And it's like, what? Well, hey, post something of mine again, you know? And it's like, <laughs> well, you can get your own Facebook page now, dude. So I think that was like a Father's Day gift. I made him like a Facebook page or something. And um, well, since then, I mean, yeah, I don't know how. I don't even check his Facebook. He's got like three or 4,000 followers. He's big on this art site called art finder which is in the uk but they sell all over the world and he's totally become very tech savvy as well i mean just what's his name um uh it's his his business is rich ray art it's on art finder and it's i mean he's probably sold uh, he's sold quite a few works on there this year i mean he was like the number 12 artists or something at one point and it's it's just incredible, like uh, what what you can do online. You know? Yeah, absolutely, absolutely, it is. Absolutely, it is. Yeah. Especially as 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 artists who struggle to find an audience, right? Struggle to find a community to accept their art, or at least enough of a community to support the ability to pay monthly bills, so that he's able to do that in a way that empowers him to have the life he wants and, and also create the way he likes this is fantastic. Yeah. It's pretty incredible. So he's, he's learned a lot <laughs> doing that. And we <laughs> learn from each other, you know, like we really do, especially, you know, his dad was such a marketing like genius. And I think he's, he's got that in him where he'll just try different things. You know, if one thing doesn't work, he tries something else, you know, and you just have to, keep at it yeah we're I, we're really lucky that we're at this place if somebody had told me a few years ago you know oh your husband's gonna be doing this great thing online with art you know i'd think oh no, nobody sells art online you know and it's like hey you never know don't say don't say you know don't people can pursue their dreams it's, it's amazing what what they can do absolutely know? they can marjorie let me ask you one of our bigger questions here what is the single most valuable piece of advice, be it personal, professional, or otherwise, that you have received and implemented or integrated into your life? Yeah, that's a, there's so many ways I could go with that question. I, I think in, just in terms of my business with WordPress, um, the advice to charge what you're worth has been really helpful. And I've, you know, I've received that in a number of different ways. It's on, you know, people will say it on blog posts. And I had a fellow developer um, friend say, tell me that, you know. And I think it's it's something that at the time I think, well, you know, I'm trying to. And and 
I feel that it's just something that I slowly grew into. You know, in the beginning, mm-hmm. I just didn't know how to how to charge, and and I would charge probably like almost nothing, and and then I put all this work into something, and it just didn't you know feel right. And I think over time, I've just continued to charge a little bit more and a little bit more at, until. You know, now I feel like if someone comes to me and I say, here's what it costs, and they're like, oh, you know, that's too much. It's like, you know, that I can't really work with that person because, right. yeah, you know, well, I'm spending like so much more time than you'll ever know learning what I know. And you don't have that knowledge. And I do. And I think I still probably don't charge what other people might charge because I'm out in the rural area. But um, I feel like that's been really helpful advice. So. Yeah. That's an evolution that you've described that we hear from a lot of people. I know I've experienced it as well. When you're starting out and you don't have much experience, it's easy to sort of learn on someone else's dime. And so as a result, you don't charge as much maybe. But then as you know more and more and you get the experience, you become more confident to charge more. And what you're worth is, uh, I could hold up my fingers as quotes. That's a really hard thing to wrap your head around, especially where we have sometimes imposter syndrome, where we feel like we aren't as as good as other people or those types of things. We question our abilities, but what you're worth, as you just said, is really, you've put a lot of time in learning this and you know a lot more than, than most people. So Yeah. And having other people to talk to about like, Hey, you know, I mean, it's can also be like, Hey, what would you charge for this? And if they're, they say a number and you're like, Oh wow, that's gee, I don't know if I could charge that, but you know, you kind of see what is the market charging. And it's sure. Like, yeah. Right. And I think it just comes over time, you know, you know, and wanting to just get better and better at something. And now I feel fairly confident about that. Um, yeah, that's great. But it's taken kind of a long time too. Well, go ahead, Liam. I was just going to say, speaking of time, yeah, we're coming to the end of ours. We're wrapping up here on 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 thirty minutes here. Um, before we let you go, Marjorie, please share with us where 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 we can find you online. Well, my website is CodeWriter. It's C O D E W R Y T E R dot com. Um, that's the easiest place. Um, you know, I'm, I'm at Marjorie Ray on Twitter and yeah, you know, my website has all my contact information, but oh, I'd love to, you know, hear from anybody if you know, you want to connect. Great. <laughs> so, it'd be great. Great. It's been great having you on the show and thanks for sharing your story with us, Marjorie. Well, thanks for having me. I really enjoyed talking with both of you. It's been a real pleasure, Marjorie. <laughs> thanks so much. Yeah. Thank Bye-bye. you. Bye. All right. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to the show. We sure hope you enjoyed it as much as we did. If you like what we're doing here, meeting new people in our WordPress community, we invite you to tell others about it. We're on iTunes and at hallwaychats.com. Better yet, ask your WordPress friends and colleagues to join us on the show. Encourage them to complete the Beyond the Show form on our site to tell us about themselves.